Welcome to 40 Plus Fitness for Women. I'm Lynn, your host, and today we're going to look at something that's related to last week's podcast, and that is, what is this thing that you hear talked about working your muscles in a lengthened versus a shortened position? So this is one of those things that I was thinking about covering last week when we were talking about what equipment is best for weight training and is one of the things that you may want to consider when you're thinking about different equipment to use. And by the way, in the show notes, I'm going to include some links to videos that you can watch so you can see this demonstrated because if you're listening to this it is maybe a little challenging to visualize everything that I'm saying, especially if you are not super um, experienced in the weight room. So this morning, I was actually doing something that is not my favorite thing in the world to do, but that I know is super important to do for all of us who are on a fitness journey, and that is take progress pictures. And I really, really wish I had started to do this sooner. Of course, one of the motivators for me in starting weight training was that I noticed that my body was not looking athletic like it used to, even though I was working out like crazy. And I was losing, you know, all the muscle tone that I had. Plus, I was feeling just more run down and weaker. And of course, when you're not feeling like you look very good <laughs> getting in front of that camera, is not the first thing that you want to do, especially in a bikini or underwear or something like that. And oh boy, do I regret that I don't have more pictures from the start because, well, if I look at the pictures that I do have, there is a huge difference. Now, I wasn't overweight or anything like that starting out, but it was just a matter of looking, yeah, the difference between looking like you work out and not looking like you work out. And I was definitely not looking like I was spending five days a week uh, going all out. But in any case, so I did those today. And if you want some tips on how to do your own um, progress pictures, I will include that in the show notes as well. I have found it to be far easier to do it by taking a video of yourself in the various poses and then taking screenshots of the video instead of trying to like set up the camera, put on the timer, get in position, flex or not flex and take a whole bunch of pictures that way. Instead, you can just take a video and always take the same standard video and take screenshots from that. So there's just a little extra tip from today. And hopefully you will remember to go take your progress pictures tomorrow morning. That would be a good time to do it. Anyway, so getting on to the topic of the day, and that is working lengthened versus shortened. One of the things that they are finding as they do research on people and weight training is that there seems to be a little bit of a difference if you work a muscle in a lengthened position versus in a shortened position. The evidence is accumulating towards or in favor of working a muscle in a lengthened position. Now, what is a lengthened position and a shortened position? Now, when you are contracting a muscle, you are actually going from it being in a lengthened position to it being in a shortened position. 
I think one of the easiest ones to look at is like your bicep. So when your arm is straight, your muscle is lengthened. It's as long as it gets. And then as you bend your elbow, your arm at the elbow and your bicep works to bend your arm at the elbow, your bicep contracts and therefore it becomes shorter. This also happens, well, it happens in all your muscles, but some more examples um, are, for example, your quad muscles. So if you're sitting in your chair right now listening to this, for example, you're sitting and your feet are on the floor, and then let's say you straighten your leg in front of you. Well, the act of straightening your leg is going to contract, well, it's going to happen, <laughs> thanks to your quad muscle and your quad muscles contraction. So at the top of that movement, so when your leg is straight, your quad muscle is going to be in its shortest length. And then the one that probably a lot of women are curious about is the glutes. And so your glute muscles are in a contracted position when your hips are straight. So when they're when you're standing up, basically, and then when you go into hip flexion, in other words, lean so that your the distance kind of between your torso and your thighs gets smaller. So uh, where your hip flexors are, if you uh, are trying to smoosh them together, that causes your glutes to lengthen. Okay, so I thought in this podcast, we would look at the example of training your middle deltoids. So that's your shoulder muscle, the middle shoulder muscle. And one way to train them is by doing lateral raises. So this is one that I think is fairly easy to envision and also to test on your own to see how that goes. So how can you challenge that muscle in a lengthened position? Now, your shoulder muscle is going to be in its most lengthened position when, let's say, you're standing up and your arm is hanging by your side, right? And as you raise your arm up to being horizontal with the ground, that shoulder muscle shortens. So let me just repeat that. So when your arm is hanging down by your side and you're standing, your middle deltoid, your middle shoulder muscle is in a lengthened position. And then as you raise your arm, keeping your arm straight and you raise it up so that it is parallel with the ground, your shoulder muscle is doing that work. And at the same time, your shoulder muscle is contracting. So therefore it is shortest at when your arm is horizontal to the ground. So I've got some exciting news, which is that, yes, I'm going to go ahead with the group program if I get enough signups. If you are interested, please make sure that you are getting on the wait list at www.befitafter40.com group. Okay, and now if we think back at the various tools that we can use to train our shoulder muscle with that same motion, i.e. a lateral raise, you could use dumbbells, you could use rubber bands, or you could use cables, for example, or even a machine, a lateral raise machine, if you happen to have one of those at your gym. Now, let's look at all of them and see where they're actually applying the greatest resistance to that shoulder muscle. 
Okay. Let's start with the dumbbell. So if you're holding a dumbbell in your hand and your arm is hanging by your side straight, it is actually offering no resistance to your shoulder at that point. As soon as you start to lift your arm, raise your arm to the side, keeping your arm straight, always keeping your arm straight, there starts to, to come some resistance from that dumbbell. But if you remember from physics, from the school, that amount of resistance is going to vary depending on how far away that dumbbell is from the muscle. So actually what is going to happen as you are raising your arm up is that the resistance offered by that dumbbell is going to continue to increase and increase and increase as the dumbbell gets farther away from your body. So the lever arm becomes greater. And at the top, when your arm is horizontal to the ground, that is when that dumbbell is going to offer you the greatest amount of resistance. So that means that the dumbbell is actually challenging your shoulder muscle the most when your shoulder muscle is in the shortened position. So lateral raises using a dumbbell challenge your muscles in a shortened position. All right. So then let's look at using rubber bands. So if you, like I've got this very long rubber band, it's probably about as long as I am tall. And so if I'm going to do a lateral raise with it, what I'll do is I'll stand on one end of the rubber band. And then with my arm hanging by my side, I will gather some of the rubber band into my hand so that it's a little bit tight, but not too tight. <laughs> Obviously, if it's too tight, I won't be able to lift my arm very far. But anyway, then I will start raising my arm the same exact you know, path of motion as I did with the dumbbell. And if you try that, you'll notice that in the very beginning, the rubber band is not offering very much resistance. As you start to raise it, the resistance increases. And of course, as the rubber band stretches more and more and more, the resistance is going to continue to increase. And so here again, you're going to have a situation where your muscle is the most challenged, your shoulder muscle is the most challenged when your arm is directly out to your side and your shoulder is in a shortened position when it's contracted. All right, so now we have found two ways of training your shoulder, your, your mid-delt in a shortened position using two different pieces of equipment, but actually using the exact same motion, right? In both of them, you are doing a lateral raise. <laughs> you have your arm starting beside you, ending up uh, out, out to the side of you. And in both cases, the resistance offered by the dumbbells or by the rubber band increases as you raise your arm and is at its maximal when your arm is directly out to the side of you. All right, but so how can we train that shoulder muscle or do a lateral raise so that you are getting some resistance at the bottom, like when you're just starting out lifting your arm? Well, that's where cables come in really, really handy. So the way that cables work is that they allow you to have resistance like the through the whole range of motion. So... When you're holding a cable machine's handle in your hand and your arm is down by your side, the moment that you move your arm, 
and those weights are lifted off of the weight stack. So the moment they let go of the weight stack, then your arm starts to feel some resistance. So it is feeling resistance at the bottom and it continues to feel resistance all the way through that range of motion. So there we actually have an exercise which is going to challenge your muscle throughout the range of motion, including when it is long, okay? So that in that sense, cables are probably going to give you a little different stimulus and maybe be a little bit more optimal for strengthening your shoulders. For sure, if you've been training with dumbbells, doing lateral raises with dumbbells, and you try a cable out, it will feel really, really different. And same thing, actually, because I train my shoulders with cables pretty much exclusively. I'm trying to think when I have trained with anything but cables. Uh, every, yeah, every now and again, when I train at home, yeah, that's when I do it. If I come do a quick session at home instead, because I'm out of time or something, then I'm obviously using dumbbells. And oh boy, does it feel really, really, really different because it's so much easier at the bottom and it only gets really hard at the top. And actually the side or the side delt, the lateral raise machines that you have at the gym, they work in the same principle basically as the weight stack, right? Because it has a weight stack attached with those machines. It's just giving you a different place to put the weight on. So normally those, um, at least all the ones that I've seen in gyms, they've been such that you sit in them and your arms are by your side, but you've got your arms bent at a 90 degree angle. So your elbows are by your side, but your hands are then kind of in front of you and the weight is pressing on your elbow. And then you push your elbows away from your body towards the sides in order to raise the weight. The principle is the same. So immediately when you start lifting your elbows up or pushing them out to the side, I guess is more accurate, then the weight comes off the weight stack and it starts to give you resistance. So both of those will allow you to train your muscle in the lengthened position and actually through the whole range of motion. Okay, so I hope that was fairly clear. And like I said, I will do a little video so I can kind of demo that and explain it in the video. So if you want to check out the notes, um, there are links there. One final thing I just want to say about this is that if you are just getting started weight training, you actually don't need to, <laughs> to be terribly concerned about this because pretty much any stimulus that you give your muscles is going to cause some reaction from them. As long as you are applying progressive overload and training close to or to failure. And by the way, for those of you who are thinking like, oh my God, I only have dumbbells and, and rubber bands at home. Oh, I'm not going to be able to train my shoulders well. Well, there is actually a, a trick to getting a dumbbell exercise where you do get resistance at the lengthened position. So at the bottom of that range of motion. And that is that you manipulate how your body is. 
So this is going to be a little challenging for me to explain, but basically instead of being vertical, your body being vertical, what you would do is get into a position where your body is like at 45 degrees. So your arm is also at like 45 degrees from the ground. And then in that position, already you have resistance against your shoulder muscle from the moment that you move. And, and you'll notice that is really different. So for me, the easiest way to achieve this, so I've been, I, I do my home workouts uh, in my bedroom. So what I will do is I'll get down on my knees, but with my torso up. So as if I was standing, but I'm just on my knees, right? So I'm not on my hands and knees, just on my knees. And then I have the weight, let's say in my left hand and it's hanging by my side. And then I've got my bed to the right of me and I will just lean my body over towards my bed using my bed as support so that my body is at a 45 degree angle from the floor. And then often I'll put out like my left leg. It helps me keep my balance and then I'm ready to go. I just start doing the workout like that. You can also do it if you've got um, an adjustable bench. You adjust the bench so it's at 45 degrees and then kneel on the bench so that your left, I'm sorry, your right side is touching the bench and your body is therefore at a 45 degree angle tilted to the right. And then again, you lift your left arm up from there and you'll notice that it is a different feeling than if you're doing the dumbbell lateral raise just normally with your body vertical. Okay, so I hope that helped. By the way, I wanted to mention that if you would like to support this podcast, I mean, I put a lot of time and effort into these episodes and I've heard and I love to hear that people are enjoying them and getting something from them. And uh, I'm not taking any advertisements and I'm not going to start doing that. But if you want to support the podcast, you can buy me a virtual cup of coffee. I have a link for you to do that. That's a kind of a way of leaving me like a little tip, <laughs> which would be very, very appreciated. Um, and the link for buying me a cup of coffee is in the show notes. So with that, I will leave you and wish you a great rest of the week and happy training.